Today on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, I'll be having uh, segments, three-part segments. One, we're going to be talking about the third-party shutdown that WWE is doing with the Twitch accounts and YouTube accounts of the WWE stars. Also, we're going to talk about another situation that's been happening in professional wrestling and is comedy skit segments that need to stop. That and much more on the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One from New York City. And today we got some kind of news or things that happened during the week, um, especially in WWE and the unfairness, in my opinion, to what they're doing to the WWE stars. Also, we're going to be talking about the what. My friend calls it Saturday Night Live in professional wrestling. The skits, the comedy skits that are continuing to happen in professional wrestling. Also, I'll be talking about how wrestlers do not sell anymore. And especially AEW where everybody's just doing whatever the hell they want. And it's just horrible. So, let's start off right now with just letting you guys know that I am available at the unhingedsn.com and that's unhingedsn.com sn means sports network uh you guys can check that out you get all my archives of all my shows that i've done there also you can find me in apple spotify iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music podcast uh, and many other audio podcasts that you like to listen to your favorite shows also, I have a YouTube channel. You guys can check that out. Um, I do videos and leave uh, certain um, segments there. Videos talking about everything that's going on in professional wrestling. I think the last one I did there was when they announced the PWI 100 Top Female Wrestlers. That was the last one I did. That was a couple of weeks ago. But if you guys like, want to go and check it out and find more information about me, you go in there, subscribe to the channel, hit that thumbs up, and click the links on top where you'll find all my information in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So let's get down to what we're going to talk about. First, I want to bring up the current situation that happened over the week with... AJ Styles, Paige, New Day, Cesaro, Selena Vega, and Alistair Black all uh, forced to close down their Twitch streams. Um, Paige did a video where she was live and pretty much spoke out her true feelings about the WWE company. Uh, she said it was the only thing she has right now because she can't wrestle. You know, as you guys know, she broke her neck not once but twice. 
Second time, that was it. She can't wrestle no more. Uh, a passion she had since she was a child to become a wrestler is now all gone. So now she had a Twitch channel, which people are telling me that the WWE was telling her that she needed to close down that channel. I don't know where they're getting the info from, but... I don't know if it's true or not, but the bottom line is they were telling her to close it down or whatever. WWE decided to do this at a very, very bad time. Because beginning or the ending of September, they came up with this thing that all WWE star who has channels, Twitch channels, YouTube channels, had to close down. And WWE's um, reason for doing this was things were getting leaked out and when i first heard it as a podcaster i found that very ridiculous because uh things get leaked out from companies through you know friendship there are people that may be working aew may know somebody in wwe oh somebody in wwe may know somebody from impact impact the same you know what i'm getting at the fact that you're talking your excuse is that things may get leaked but yet, you're now talking about creating contracts now for these superstars and adding the Twitch. So, pretty much, you made a deal with Twitch and you already got the YouTube stream. Um, the YouTube channel, you guys already know that WWE has a contract with them because uh, they made a comment over the week uh, that I find it, the, find it st- stupid and hilarious uh, at the same time. Um, but Twitch, they made some type of deal with Twitch, and now they have decided that they're going to create contracts. And this is just a rumor. It's not a, a fact yet, but I'm not surprised if they will do it. But they were talking about adding the Twitch stream in the wrestler's contract. So, therefore, if a wrestler decides to leave WWE and has a stream and is under the WWE umbrella, you can't use... I guess your likeness, I guess, or your name in the stream. You can't use it anymore. The WWE knows what they're doing. And the comment that I was talking about that WWE made was uh, McMahon claimed in some interview, I don't know what it was, he said he doesn't care about the ratings on TV. All he cares about the millions of people who watch WWE content on YouTube. So let me get this straight. So you rather have more views on your on YouTube than your USA network and Fox. So why is Fox and USA paying you if you're more concerned about YouTube? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it's like again, and I'm gonna keep saying it because some WWE universe fans don't get it through their head. WWE is not in the business to make you happy. They shows show it. They lack of not having a show prepared or the writing, um, like like SmackDown. They they this week SmackDown they did it last minute thing that an hour before the show they didn't even have the SmackDown script ready. So what that tells you, WWE doesn't care, and the fact that they're making these wrestlers shut down their um their streams is ridiculous. You know, and now, like I said, it's a bad time for them to do it. 
especially with the elections coming up. Now, a lot of these WWE superstars contacted former presidential candidate Andrew Yang. And when they did, Andrew Yang went on CNN and exposed WWE for what they were doing. Now, I don't know if Vince McMahon feels that Trump is going to win the election because he's very confident still doing this. He doesn't care. But let's say if Trump does not win the election, it's not going to be good for WWE because Congress will be getting involved on these contracts and uh, this bad business negotiations that WWE is doing, and it's going to get back for it. But if it Trump wins, McMahon and Trump are close. Nothing's going to happen. And what's going to happen is right now the morale in WWE is at an all-time low. And nobody can tell me otherwise. Now, when you see guys like Seth Rollins and Alexa Bliss and Barry Corbin and all these guys go online and sh- shit on the fans and, and say stupid things and block people up, it's because there are WWE shields. They're kissing ass to Miss McMahon because they feel, oh, we're going to get pushed, we're getting pushed, we're getting pushed. Because that's what it com- comes down to, you know? Uh, it's just it's just it's just sad that like Mia Yim was forced to close her account. So was this R and Selena Selena Vega and Alistair Black. All because you wanna own whatever creativity these guys are doing. Why they can't use the stream and use their real names? What's the problem with that? Oh, it's because of likeness? So let me get this straight. So they likeness um is you own it. First of all, AJ Styles, you didn't create AJ Styles. AJ Styles created himself. AJ Styles has been in the wrestling business for over 16, 17 years. He came from uh, the Little Indies, Ring of Honor, to WCW, or the Ariel, whatever, Strikes Sky, whatever the tag team they were. He went independent. He went to Ring of Honor, like I said. He went to Impact, made a name on Impact. Or TNA, if you want to call it. Went to Japan and made himself even bigger than he was in TNA. And he comes back to WWE. And if it wasn't for him, SmackDown would have never got, would have never rise from the ashes because it was a piece of crap show before AJ was there. And now you're telling me that, um, you know, that, that you he can't have his own Twitch and Mixer. It's just it's just stupidity the way I see it. It's just dumb stuff that WWE is doing, and they're trying to take over everything. They're trying to put their money on the on anything that is it is it, it, it's, it's money. They put it that way. Anything that has to do with money and they feel they can make money out of it, they don't care. I mean, it's obviously they don't care about anybody. They don't care about their wrestlers. They don't care about nothing. I mean. You know, we're talking about Paige. Paige, and here's the thing that I was getting in, not an argument because it wasn't an argument, it was a conversation I was having with this gentleman on Twitter where he said that Paige could leave, could ask for the release of a contract. She could ask for the release of a contract. doesn't mean they're going to release her. They're not going to release her. WWE, they're paranoid. The first thing they're going to think, oh, Paige is going to pop up in AEW. Because that's what they think every wrestler is going to do. They're going to go to AEW. You know? I mean, most likely they will, but but pay, what Paige is going to do? 
Paige is not going to be able to go, even if she was to go to AEW, what's she going to do at AEW? She's going to be an ambassador? She, you know, because that's what she signed, a contract with WWE. She's an ambassador for WWE, but how can you be an ambassador when you can't go out in public because of the COVID? There is no uh, um, meetings and gatherings at this time because of the COVID. So she's supposed to be home sucking her thumb, bored to death, because you're scared, you know, uh, you claim that it's because of the leaks. There's no, come on, stop. Stop. It's just bullshit. It's just probably just an excuse that McMahon does, that he's doing right now, and that's what he's doing right now. You know, and McMahon is just, he's an old, feeble man who don't know from his thumb to his ass. And yes, I'm flipping out on this because this is ridiculous. He'd rather have his employers, employees, let me correct that, employees miserable and, and morale down because he doesn't care about his his wrestlers, his employees. He doesn't care. To him, the wrestlers are like cattle. Once they are no longer good, take them to the back, to the barn, and shoot them in the head. Not necessarily, you know. And I'm speaking theoretically because that's what he does. He, I mean, what do you think Miro left? What do you think FTR left? What do you think Brody Lee left? Look at the way he treated these guys. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, he did, you know, his vision of, of a wrestler that if he can't, uh, Brody Lee was that he couldn't talk like a heck. Uh, FTR, because he's not into tag teams. Right now, Retribution is one of those guys that, he made a group of five, probably four or five individuals from NXT, and he just buried them. They're never going to come back. Mercedes Martinez bailed out at the good time because she, Retribution, got buried. Okay? Slapjack is the only guy in that group who has earned a pin against MVP that happened this past Monday. Other than that, he is not the only one. Retribution is dead. So... Again, just take a look at the whole scenario with WWE, the way they treat their wrestlers, the way they, they, they treat their fans, and look what they're doing now. You know, it's the most stupidest thing i ever seen where you got eyes on your product. You got eyes on your product. When you got these wrestlers doing Twitch and whatever, everybody, people who don't watch wrestling may want to watch. Let me watch this SmackDown. Let me watch Raw, you know, to see these wrestlers perform. That's more views, but no. You want to be greedy. You want to try to take money away from these wrestlers to pocket, to pocket it on your own pockets, because you you know you don't have enough money. That's why your stock is down thirty six, thirty seven dollars compared to this time last year was almost a hundred. What that tells you again? I mean, all the all the all the the facts are there, and yet you got wrestling fans who think. That everything is going on with the Twitch off. Oh, well, they on the contract. And they're just, 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 stop, stop, stop. Doesn't matter if they're on the contract. Doing those contracts does not state that they can't have a stream channel. And if you, I just really saying that the rumors are they want to put that in the contract. I mean, it's not in the contract. So if they want, they don't have to do it. What are you going to do? Fire them? You go ahead, fire them. It's just stupid. It's just greediness on their part. That whole family, the McMahon family, including Triple H. Y'all don't want to hear that. Oh, Triple H, not, doesn't matter. He's married to the, to the daughter. He's part of that family. The whole WWE is 
all of them, should be uh, uh, ashamed of themselves or the way they treat their wrestlers and their employees in that company. Stick around. I'll have more when we return. And we're back. So let's talk about now what's been going on in the wrestling business. And we're talking about the skids, the comedy skids that have been happening the last three weeks. Oh, two weeks, should we say. Anyway, let's start off of what I saw a couple of weeks ago in AEW. When we saw the Chris Jericho and the MJS Broadway dancing situation. Now, when I saw that, I personally felt like, why in the hell is Jericho and MJF doing this stupid segment on AEW television? The fact that they had a good program going on at that time. Okay, at that time, they went and they added this. And now mind you, that the week before, they already had set it up where they wanted to be in a restaurant and this and this and that. In the beginning of it, it was a little bit funny. But when they started dancing and singing, that's when I had to walk away from the TV. So, with that being said, a couple of nights later, I'm watching SmackDown. And... WWE decides to do this law and order segment, but call it the law and Otis segment, where Otis and um, John Morrison and The Miz are in court with uh, Bradshaw Layfield as the judge. You had Ron Simmons as a court officer, not dressed as one. You had Teddy Long as a stenographer, stenographer, I think that's what they call him, all in a court trying to figure out if they could take the briefcase of money in the bank away from Otis. The whole segment was, I say, five minutes and then they would go to a wrestling match and then they go back, this and that. And when I saw this, I'm like, who in the hell thinks this shit is funny this is not funny so at the end of that segment we had where Bradshaw got uh, they gave him a briefcase and they pretty much bribed him and gave him uh, money and then he made the match was uh, the Otis versus Miz for the Money in the Bank briefcase where you saw Tucker turn on Otis. And just to bring the fact real quick, Otis is in SmackDown and Tucker is in Raw. But quietly, uh, two days later, Raw, um, WWE moved Tucker from Raw back to SmackDown. Um, does that make any sense? Nothing that WWE does makes sense. So... So that segment, I found it stupid. Now, I said to myself, this is getting ridiculous. At that time, I thought the uh, uh, the the AEW, MJF, and Chris Jericho segment was the dumbest stuff 
that I saw during the week. But no, no. Impact Wrestling, which, and I'm going to say here, and I honestly don't care whose feelings I hurt as far as Impact fans, but Impact fans, oh, Impact has been trying to chase clout for over a year and a half. And I say this because before they uh, were doing all this stupidity and nonsense, whatever, and I'm going to go back to Slanniversary from last year, Impact was making so much noise. At that time, they had Brian Cage, they had John Morrison, they had uh, Tessa Blanchard. At that time, they had Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan. Uh, they had something, they, it looked like they were turning the corner where you saw them making noise, which I felt like, wow, they are making noise. But once they lost, first of all, when they lost the Lucha Bros, they lost uh, LAX, when they lost Brian Cage, when they lost, who else they lost? John Morrison. When they lost all those wrestlers, I said it last year this time that it was not good for Impact because they kept losing wrestlers. So now, as the pandemic came and, and wrestlers from WWE were let go, Impact picked up. The Good Brothers, they picked up Heath Slater, who got hurt in Bound for Glory. Um, they picked up Rhino. I know they picked up Rhino, but Rhino has been there for a while, I guess. Uh, who else did they I think uh, Kerr Hawkins, I think they picked up. If I'm sure, uh, I'm not I'm not sure. Eric Young, who's now the Impact World Champion. Oh, there was the Impact World Champion. Let me correct that, because now Ray Swan won that belt. Um, so, you know, they, they picked up a couple of guys and you say, wow, they're going to make a run for their money. But every time I saw Impact on TV, I will have to change the channel because it's boring as hell. And I don't care what anybody says. It is boring as hell. They are not as good as the other companies. Uh, yes, they got good wrestlers. I mean, the North is, 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 is the real deal. But the fact that they went and they gave... The Impact World Title after they took it from Tessa to Eddie Edwards, then they gave it to Eric Young. They go, they went backwards. They went way backwards, and now they gave it to Rick Swan, Rich Swan, which mm, I don't consider him a strong champion. Uh, Rich Swan is not World Title material, and I hate to say it, he's more of a Mick Carter. Um, he is not. He is not World Champion material. There's no way anybody can argue with me about that. So. To get to my point, Impact decided to do a wedding with Johnny Bravo and Rosemary. They were supposed to get married. They, they brought, uh, I forgot the guy who used to marry, manage uh, manage uh, Abyss back in the days. They had all these other wrestlers, whatever. Uh, you had Tommy, Tommy, I'm a WWE Shield dreamer in there, which... Tommy Dreamer is just, he is the most annoying guy in business. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I never liked him when he was in a, at ECW. I think he was overrated. I never liked him when in Impact. I, I, he's just overrated. That's, that's the way I see it. So he was dressed up as Animal because, you know, you know and I respect that. You give, you, you, you dressed up. In honor of Animal from the World Wars. But so during, that, during that wedding, just when Rosemary and Johnny Bravo is about to kiss, the lights go out. And you hear a gunshot. 
And when the lights goes back up, Johnny Bravo's on the floor with red stain on his shirt like he got shot in his heart. And when I saw this, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? This is what Impact is doing? You go from wrestling to stupidity. And the worst part is the people involved are defending this. And I'm going to read an article, let me see, that Rosemary, one who's involved in this, tried to, you know, um, defend this crap. Some wrestling fan put a uh, letter wedding, it was real, who done this situation. That's what it was, a who done this situation. And plenty of fans means the Simpson who shot Mr. Burns. Because it was... It was some, you try to do comedy, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, and the jokes were all over the on the social media. People were like, who shot Mr. Burns? And they said, perhaps Maggie did it. Well, Rosemary fired back at her, at her, through her Corny Rush account to answer some critical fans, right? So one fan tweeted out saying, great wrestling, stupid skits, be original. Stick with wrestling, not lean comedy. Rosemary, uh, Rosemary had a, had a reply to that and she had a little fun with her reply to the obvious burner account shaking fist be original do what everybody else is doing and stop thinking outside of back the box original damn it okay burner account bill keep being salty i also pop anytime lame is used as an insult like 1995 call but you still got the psych in your arsenal too some other fan blamed this, this kind of segment for putting them off the pro, pro wrestling. They said the segment like this, they put them off for watching pro wrestling. She wrote, you must have been put off wrestling for decades then. It's nothing new. I can't remember matches, but I sure as shit remember Macho Man being bit by a snake or Ultimate suffocating in a casket. I get it's not for everyone, but don't act like wrestling hasn't always been weird. And I have an answer for that. First of all, if you want to go there, I mean, WWE is known for doing skits that are not funny. They are very lame. But you, I think the craziest one that I remember seeing was when Mr. McMahon's limousine blew up and whatnot. And that was put off because they thought that it was real. I mean, it caught a lot of media attention, whatever. But that's what WWE did. It was to get media attention. This crap. Where after the guy gets shot, Tommy Dreamer starts screaming, nah, like an idiot, okay? And then to have Rosemary defend this, like, oh, it's cool to do this. No, it's not. Wrestlers like her and fans who love this are the problem of why pro wrestling is dying very, very slowly because of skids like this. And... Somebody made a comment yesterday in one of their podcasts where he said they think hey, this go further than what Rosemary's talking about. Well, she's talking about Ultimate Warrior and a snake bitting Macho Man. Macho Man got bitten by a snake, and if you look at the damn at the damn um, uh, video of that, he was really bitten by a snake. Jake the Snake Roberts talks about that. Well, if you know your wrestling history, Rosemary, you will know that the snake bit. Macho Man for real. 
It that wasn't no comedy skit. The Ultimate Warrior about being almost suffocating uh, on a ca- casket. Okay. Yeah, he was suffocating. Of course, it, it, if you put somebody in a casket alive and you and you seal tight it, yes, you're gonna suffocate. So I guess you haven't been in school or something, but let's be realistic. But for you to defend this crap, this stupidity, you know, I mean, this is why you an impact, and nobody has bothered to even look for you to sign with them and other big promotions because you want to stick with this lame ass promotion. And I'm gonna be real, impact is lame because even for them to go this far just to get clout, they've been trying to get clout since last year. Let me and I'm gonna bring you and probably a lot of you aid um impact fans are gonna be like, What are you talking about cloud? Okay. Let's go to um when the Tessa Blanchard versus um I think it was uh what's the Sammy Callahan she bit? Yeah, Sammy Callahan. The only reason they did that was to get clout. To say, look, we got a woman champion who will be the guy for the men's world champion. And be the first one. But then what happened with that? That The night off that match, she, it, it was a black cloud over her because of what happened with uh, uh, all these women saying that Tessa Blanchard was racist, she was a bully, and all that, right? That's number one. The second one, Twitch banned Impact Wrestling. Why? Because Rob Van Dam decided to grab his little whore or whatever she is because she ain't a wrestler, okay? And... You know, and have her dancing or, or twerking on Twitch one day. Twitch does not allow naked or nudity in the, in the uh, stream. And they got banned. And now this. So tell me that's not looking for clout. You will never get your fans back like you did back in the days. This is why you're probably averaging 150,000 people on Tuesday on your show. Why? One, because you try to get clout. Two, because your company uh, who or Anthem was being greedy instead of working with New Japan and letting New Japan in the Access Channel and maybe working something little by little for what the Impact did a couple of years ago, TNA, with, uh, with Okada, whatever it is. Okay, they could have they could have worked something on. You could have been having more views than what you're getting right now. Now, New Japan is or knocking in your door. They're in the United States market trying to make their name for themselves, and they still making money, and people still watching New Japan. Meanwhile, you're still stuck uh, promoting uh, Ken Shamrock, who's like fifty something years old, uh, uh, Tommy Dreamer, who uh, is, is, is overrated, uh, Rob Van Dam, old, you know, with his whore. Uh, I'm sorry. And it's, 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 not, it's nonsense. And these kids in professional wrestling honestly needs to stop. Because especially AEW. AEW, if you talked about you wanted to be uh, the alternative for professional wrestling, then act like it. Because you're doing stupid shit just like WWE. And you're trying to follow everything WWE. And you're allowing Chris Jericho out of all people thinking that his ideas are all great when they're not. And he had the nerve to say that was the greatest thing we ever done. Stop. Because, and then to top it all, come to find out, MJF was the one who came out with the idea. Come on. Nobody wants to see that. And whoever thinks this is cool and thought. And we're back. So let's talk about what's going on in professional wrestling nowadays. And we're seeing it a lot. And that's no selling. And I've been seeing it a lot, mostly in AEW. 
And AEW is right now, again, they claimed they were going to be the alternative to the wrestling business. And what I'm seeing is uh, free for all um, as far as let's jump around the ring, let's uh, do this and let's do that and no sell at all. I mean, I've been seeing match, uh, matches after matches where guys are using finishing moves as their second or third move. And most of these guys, they, they, for example, the uh, RKO, who a lot of wrestlers now are calling it the cutter, Randy Orton, when he hits that, it's game over, match over, that's it. Diamond Dallas Page. Before Randy Orton started using that, he used to call a diamond cutter. He hit that on anybody back then. You are not getting up. Now you have the Cody cutter. He does it once or twice in a match. The guys are still getting up. A package power driver. Guys are getting up. Uh, what else? A uh, spike power driver from the top rope. Guys are getting up. It's getting ridiculous to the point where where. What is happening with professional wrestling? I remember back in the days, yes, and people going to be like, oh, but you're talking about back in the days, whatever. But that's fundamental wrestling. Back in the days, maybe the figure four was the only move that maybe Ric Flair would put it on somebody, on a Lex Luger or Walter McDaniel or Ricky Steamboat, and would put it and these guys would fight it and try to get to the ropes. Guys now, you put them in the figure four, they get out of it within two minutes. There's no show of, you know, uh, of fighting little by little. It's just, it's just, there's no fundamentals, the psychology of professional wrestling anymore. You know, you got guys right now that are doing moonsaults from the top turnbuckle outside, landing on their feet with the possibility that they could get hurt because the mats in AEW are horrible. I don't know if anybody has seen that they look... They don't even look like strong pads. Like in WWE, they got the, the pads. And the pads, you could tell that they're hard. And if you land on it, yeah, you might still feel it. But you're not going to bend an, uh, your knees. You're not going to bend an ankle. W, uh, AEW, they pads outside the ring are horrible. You know? And guys are doing too much. Too much moves. Out of control moves where, you know, next thing you know, the guy is hurt the following week. Uh, uh, they're not protecting each other because they in the back uh, asking themselves, like, well, we should do this and we should do that, not knowing that they could get hurt in the process. And sometimes moves that they never done before. And I, for one, who've been watching wrestling since I was five, and I'm 50. I'm probably longer, a little longer than that, four probably. Bruno San Martino days, way before the high flying and the two-pay suicidas and the Canadian destroyers. And all that. Um, these people are now doing stuff that you like. You like, okay, it looks cool, but, you know. And, for example, the Canadian Destroyer. Penny Williams was one of the guys back in the good old days of TNA. When he hit you with the Canadian Destroyer, the wrestling match was over. Now every freaking body's doing it. Rock and Roll Express, Rick, uh, Robert, no, Ricky Morton. He hit a Canadian Destroyer. Dustin Rhodes, 57 years old, hitting a Canadian Destroyer. This week, we saw Pentagon hit a Canadian Destroyer on Kenny Omega outside the stage in the ring, and yet Omega still won the match. 
So tell me if this is not a problem with professional wrestling. When none of these guys are selling, they try to do high-impact moves, overdoing it. Um, it's, it's just getting crazy. And this is why I like FTR. FTR, a lot of people say, oh, FTR is, is boring. Whatever. FTR, when they wrestle, is fundamental. They grab one body part, they work on it. We don't see that in wrestling anymore. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, this past weekend at AEW Women's uh, NWA title match, uh, that girl, Hirsch, the, the, the legit, whatever her name is, the little Russian girl, whatever she is, she was working on one body part. She worked the arm on uh, Serena Deeps and worked on it through the match. That's what wrestling is supposed to be. This high-flying, five minutes is attacking. These guys are flying all over the place. Five minutes later, they're blown out. You know? It's just, it's just getting ridiculous. I mean, you can't say it's an alternative. The, the, uh, AEW is acting, and, and me and my boy Jay talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They're acting like an independent company. You're the second highest company, big company, in the United States. Act like it. You're still doing indie crap and whatnot, you know. Um, so it's just ridiculous. Um, we'll be right back with more news and rumors. And we're back with wrestling news and rumors. And we're going to start it off with AEW. As AEW right now has a big baby face plan for Warlow. This is something I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we saw this weekend where uh, MJF kind of told Warlow, well, if he wins the world title, I'm the world champion because, you know, Warlow does not work for AEW. He works for me. So AEW gave MJF a big man to follow him around, you know. But as with most pro wrestling relationships, the unit is destined to implode. Now, this is Ringside News. Who is reporting it? That is only the start of Warlow showing the All Elite Wrestling. During the Wrestling and Sober Radio Day, Meltzer discussed Warlow and AEW's plan for Monster. He has a lot of potentials to be a big baby face, but the company is obviously waiting to pull the trigger. He's really got something, and I think everyone in AEW knows it. You know, they do got some guys that they do need to start pulling some triggers. You don't. You don't it to be like WWE where they just kind of flounder and then it's too late. I'm not saying there's a rush in Warlord's case because he comes out as a baby face, but his split with MJF when it happens, I mean, he really should be rocketed to the very high spot. He's got a lot of things going for him. He appeals to a lot of people. The monster things works. Well, I agree because Warlow, even though he's still a little, little bit green, the guy's powerful. A dude has a move called the F-10. Or the spinning F10, and he, uh, in a way, you know, could be used for you know like big push and go to the top. If he could feud with Lance Archer, he could feud with Jake Hager, you know, big guys. You know, um, he could go and maybe wrestle uh, Chris Jericho. I mean, I can see that happening. Uh, where MJF sends um, Warlow to go against Chris Jericho. And Jericho, of course, he's trying to push all the younger talent. He'll probably do that. So we'll see about that. Chad Gable. Um, last week we saw that he dropped. He said he was dropping the Shorty G gimmick. And he was going to come back as Chad Gable. Well, WWE doesn't care really about Chad Gable because, you know, it didn't help him this week. He didn't come back to television at all. 
He remained off SmackDown this week, which caused a lot of fans to question why. And Ringside News has learned that Chad Gable's position on the SmackDown roster didn't improve. He got a new name and series presentation was teased, but he's not priority in Vince McMahon's eye. Again, Vince McMahon not looking at talent for what they are. And this is very, very sad because Chad Gable has all the potential to be a good wrestler, or oh, he is a good wrestler, is WWE don't know how to use him. They push the same people all the time. All the time. It never fails. Big E wasn't on SmackDown either this week. As you guys know, um, they said that he, uh, uh, again, this makes ultimate decision-making in WWE, and nobody wants to have the idea rejected by the chairman. This is why it's rare to hear an idea pitched to him that he didn't invite. Again, reports we previously covered of WWE script comes together. There are a series of pitches, but in the end, Vince McMahon must sign off on everything, and if someone isn't pitched, then they're not making it on the show, even if that particular superstar should be on the show. Well, this week, SmackDown, uh, one hour before the show started, they still didn't have a script. So, really? just nonsense so i don't want to hear that oh they pitched an idea and mcmahon does not care he doesn't care and an hour before the show the script is not done yet come on man this is, this is ridiculous you know car anderson's wife mr good brother uh his wife went and posted uh instagram story where mr car anderson was Sleeping, and he had marker all over his face. It said "cheater, asshole." So, at first, I thought it was a a, a, a uh, you know some kind of joke or whatever. But there have been many updates to the story since the news broke. From the comprehensive rundown to get the best picture of what's going on right now uh, with this situation. Um, well, during the week, I know for a fact that we um, went online and we saw this picture that was put by Carl Anderson's wife. Carl Anderson often refers to his wife as my hot Asian wife. Her name is Christine, and she doesn't appear to be happy. Two days ago, she posted a photo on Instagram of the machine gun sleeping on the couch. He had the words cheater and asshole written all over him. The caption said, I don't play nice. It wasn't 100% clear what was going on, but recent Instagram story had certainly cleared things up. When a new post, which is only a black screen, has text written in the bottom corner of the frame saying, Halloween 2020, what else can go wrong? Running away doesn't resolve anything. Kids haven't seen you in two days. Your ego is more important than your family. Hope she was worth it. By the way, alcohol costs all of this. Maybe you should get some real hope. Let's see what his true friends will. So apparently, Mr. Carl Anderson must have gotten drunk. And I'm just assuming. And something happened. And she found out. She wrote, I see shoes you choose by choose baby cash. It's a lot to be in, but you choose the right footsteps to follow. Stay loving, strong. Stay loving, strong, loyal, and a smart badass. We will continue to monitor this ongoing situation. We hope for the best. Anderson and his wife have four sons, and this just seems to be a very 
very messy one. Now, like I said, there is a picture of uh, Carl Anderson sleeping in his forehead. He has cheater asshole in his forehead. He has cheater in his on his right cheek and cheater on his chest. So this guy was sleeping. He was passed out, and his wife pretty much, uh, pretty much, um, you know, blew him, blew his spot up, which is crazy. You know, um, so it's 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 sad this whole situation. I hope they get to resolve it. You know, it, it's crazy. You know, I mean, I see some fans here. They say, "Why the hell will Carlos cheat on his wife?" I mean, Jesus Christ! Ever since he got fired from WWE, but his life's gone downhill. He needs AJ Styles and Finn Balor to get this brother, this good brother, on the right track. Well, I hope he does, but you know, you know how it is. It's it's, it's it could get crazy. And, you know, what else? Cody Rhodes. Uh, Mr. Cody Rhodes is trying to file. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Star, starts to file. Stop filing uh, trademarks after WWE opposition. Cody Rhodes has given up his pursuit of two trademarks that he was trying to lock down. But WWE filed an opposition. And after holding to here by nature. Cody filed a trademark for Slambury and the match beyond November 19th of last year. WWE issued a notice on opposition on both Cody's filing. WWE acquiring those terms in 2001 when they purchased WCW. The company stated they owned those intellectual properties. Which in reality, uh, the match beyond, I don't think they own that one. They didn't own that one at all because the match beyond, uh, I think um, MLW had it. And now, oh, and I think they bought it off MLW. I'm not sure. But uh, Slambury, yeah. They bought it. Anything, I don't know why it's Cody trying to, uh, I think Cody's trying to be an a-hole about certain things. And, and, and the fact that you're trying to trademark all this stuff from WCW. Dude, create your own. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to bring all, back old school stuff from your father. Because... That goes to show me if you're trying to get all these trademarks, you are not doing what you're supposed to do. And that has come with more ideas and more presentation to your product. So forget about these damn, you know, all this nonsense stuff, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just Impact Wrestling locks start, locks start into a new contract. I think for a fact it has to be, if I'm correct, let's take a look. Uh, oh, yeah, Father Ba. I signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling. He was noted how long is he was was not noted how long his deal is. Uh, you know, Falaba is not somebody that will move the needle for nobody. He's a 35 year old, but has yet to win an actual title in Impact Wrestling yet. But that might change. He did win the Turkey Bowl in 2017 and 2018 with various partners. Turkey Bowl? What? I'm freaking done with this. Daniel Bryan suffered uh, internal injuries on Friday after Jay Uso attacked him and on uh, SmackDown. Uh, Uso had already beaten um, Daniel Bryan um, in a match to for qualification for Survivor Series team. There will be Kevin Owens. Uh, pretty much, you know, um, Mr. Uso uh, said that he was loyal to Roman Reigns. He ended up attacking. Danny Bryan, Danny Bryan suffered uh, uh, kidney injuries, uh, all sort of injury. I mean, he kept beating him up. Um, 
that I mean, it, it it was bad. It was bad. I mean, he's uh, according to here, you know, um, he suffered a bruised kidney. So, you know, I said following his match with Jay Uso Friday Night SmackDown, Daniel Mallory was evaluated in the WWE training room, and he was transferred to a local medical facility, and there they performed tests and reviewed Bruce Kenny and multiple strains and contusions through his thor- thoracic and lumbar spine. The guy got his butt whooped. So, uh, Jay Uso just attacked him, and so it most likely will be a Daniel Bryan um Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, probably few because of that. Well, who knows? But it is what it is, guys. Uh, you can see that little by little. Uh, SmackDown right now, I think their story is the best story. Um, and you can't ask for nothing better than that as far as that Roman Reigns and now Uso. Uh, Jimmy Uso is going to end up being with them. So don't be surprised about that. Um, I think that's the only, probably the only storyline right now that I'm really digging the Roman Reigns. Sasha Banks with Bailey, and again, this is the thing I hate about WWE, the way they treat Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks defending her belt next week against Bailey. Do not, and I repeat, do not be surprised if she loses the belt. Sasha has a history of defending the belt one time and losing it because WWE don't think of her highly to have a long reign, title reign. It's horrible, but we'll see. I'm f- crossing my fingers that something happens, disqualification, that ends up, you know, her still holding the belt. Anyway. 